Welcome to Taste Talks, the podcast which hopefully will inspire where you go next with myself, Keith Matten, and me, Olivia Byrne, the people behind the award-winning digital magazine, thetaste.ie. Each week we'll bring you a list of upcoming events, new bites to look out for in your weekly shop, a restaurant spotlight and a travel destination in Ireland. Once per month we will delve into a special guest's cravings and find out what food makes them happy. And lastly, we'll read out what has been keeping you hungry on social media this week. If you're new to this podcast, we highly recommend you check out all our other episodes. We promise they are all packed with foodie inspiration. Welcome to episode six, and it's the start of January Typically a month where we all embrace cutting back, diets and of course the 100 days of walking. Now this podcast was designed to guide you to the next delicious taste so we're not always health focused. No, I think it's all about balance, isn't it? Yeah, it's very hard to get the balance, oh, isn't it? stop, impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like we're all making the effort and sure, that's the main thing. It is. Yeah. And we've got uh, Dr. Kira Kelly getting us out every single day for the 100 days of walking. Absolutely. And actually, I want to say thank you for all the lovely messages we've gotten about people listening to Taste Talks when you're out on your walk. Honestly, every message that you send just means the world to us. It's so lovely to know that you're enjoying the content and getting something out of it. And I was wondering, if these people are listening to our voices on their walk, does that mean we have to do the walk as well? Because technically, we're on all those walks. Yeah, they're walking. I'm exhausted. (laughs) I am exhausted. I feel like I've done the 100 days already. We are barely getting our 30-minute walk a day, so I think we still need to keep that up. (laughs) Well, anyway, in this podcast, for the next 30 minutes, we'll have some healthy points. Yeah, absolutely. So some nice healthy bits to look out for in your shopping, some items that we've spotted on social media, and then we have the usual more indulgent reviews. Absolutely. So stay tuned and now on to the show. So this week, in what to look out for in your shopping, something that we really enjoyed was the ready-made meal pots from Roots and Shoots. So there is a selection of four, and the one we tried was the green lentil dal. This was really hearty and filling, lots of beautiful, deep flavours of coconut, lemongrass, with this really great kick of a Madras curry-style heat. Lentils are such a great meat alternative, Apart from the health benefits, you don't feel like you're missing out. Because if you're an avid avid meat eater, you need something robust with substance. And that's exactly what we got from the Roots and Shoots meal pot. Plant-based, packed with natural ingredients. I think having something healthy like this to hand, it's super quick and easy and just makes eating well that bit less stressful on busy days. These were $3.99 each and we picked ours up in Tesco. So next up in shopping, uh, so as you know, I'm a diabetic and I need to be careful with my sugars. So I'm always on the hunt for new products, uh, products that can give me that sweet taste without the spikes that I get in my blood sugar. I found this excellent product from Homespun called Chicory Root Syrup. Now people might know Homespun from their gorgeous granola, but this new product has so many uses. Picture a beautiful jar of honey or maple syrup, but without all the sugar content. You get you can use this in teas, 
porridges, across salads or in your baking. It has a beautiful light and delicate sweet taste. It's high in prebiotic fiber and is a plant-based vegan friendly product. And most importantly, it's proven to keep your blood sugars low. So keep an eye out for this little jar. It's only $4.99 and you can find it in Tesco's and Super Value. So that's two healthy items to look out for in your shopping. And we will be back next week with more. Welcome back to Taste Talks, Clyde. Thanks, Keith. Good to be back. Uh, so this week we're going to talk about a cool new venue. And it's it's very unusual uh, called Mercado 52. That's right. So it's located on St. William Street. It's the brainchild of uh, Remy Hendrick, who is the guy behind Juanitos that, that was over on Drury Street. So people will know Juanitos. They, they built up a really good reputation in a short space of time there. Um, and when uh, they, they had to move out of that building uh, because it, it was connected to uh, Dunn Stores uh, on Georgia Street and, and there was all work going on. So uh, Remy was looking for a new location, came across uh, the this building on St. William Street. It used to be the St. William Bar. So it's a big three-story mm-hmm. venue. Yeah. And he had this uh, vision of, copying uh, Lisbon's famous Mercado de Ribia. Um, and uh, he wanted to put multiple different kind of businesses into one building. So he put Juanito uh, in on the ground floor. Uh, the laneway beside it, he completely refurbed the laneway. It looks incredible. And that's a, a restaurant, a tapas restaurant uh, called Evisa Ibita. And then there's a plan okay. to put a cocktail bar upstairs and also to put like a, a market... Um, like a, a t- like, like a takeaway and a fresh food market uh, in the building as well. So it, it's a huge building and it's going to be one of those really cool multi-use buildings. So when we went along for a spot of lunch, we dined in the Juanitos section of Mercado 52. And you were there on a weekend for brunch. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you can go any time of the day in the evening uh, and stuff like that. But but we went along for a brunch because it, it really is a nice place to go for brunch because there's loads of different options on the menu. So, you know, they they're they're inspired by dishes from all around the world. So they kind of say that they're like L.A. street food. So that kind of food truck. Uh, vibe in Los Angeles where you can have a little bit of everything so they've everything from Asian bow buns to Latino tacos to burgers to infusions of different uh, dishes from from around Asia so we when we were there we wanted to have a little bit of everything so we chose the the mojo pulled pork tacos so these were little small tacos there was three of them and they were served with a tangy pineapple salsa and for the three of those together that was 11 euro uh, we also uh, wanted the, the, some of the, the duck spring rolls because I'd heard about them from a friend of mine, and they were gorgeous. So you get eight um, duck spring rolls uh, in a high sin and cheese, uh, sweet chili sauce. And, you know, right. they're from the light, uh, uh, the light, um, the small and light section of the menu. But eight of them for eight euro, I thought was really good value, and they were just gorgeous. Um, and did you eat eight? I did, yes. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. They, you know, it's one of those ones where, you know, when you're when you take a bite of something and it's just gorgeous, so you're like, yeah, I'm going to have another one and another one, and you just keep dipping. And I just keep dipping and talking. Uh, but anyway, I think we found the right man for this job. You love your I food. I just love it. I tell you, this is the best job I've ever had. You know, getting to go out and try all these amazing different places. But uh, but yeah, so um. When you know, if you're looking for something a little more filling on the menu, and, and we were as well, so 
We also chose a really popular dish that, that Juanitos have, which is their Korean popcorn chicken. So small little uh, dice bits of um, chicken, and then it's done in a kind of a crispy batter. And that's served with a pineapple, lime, and fresh chilies. So you get that really uh, interesting combination of sweet and then that kick of the chili that comes in afterwards. Um, and then mm. the, the Abigail had this um, fried buttermilk uh, chicken breast. So it's like a chicken burger, big lump of chicken. And uh, the, because it's soaked in that buttermilk, you know, and marinated in the buttermilk, it's really soft and, and tender on the inside and then that crispy on the outside. So, so that was really nice. So uh, we had a side of sweet potato fries on it. So like overall, you know, in terms of like when you talk about money and budget and how, how much you're going to spend, you can really spend as much as you like in a place like Juanito's. You know, you can go there and spend 20 quid or you can go there and spend 50 euro and have loads of food. So uh, it gives you it gives you great choice. Another great sort of destination for brunch in Dublin. Um, what's the restaurant like on the inside? Like is it a sort of a funky feel? Uh, can you do a bit of people watching on uh, South William Street? You can indeed. They've, they've a lovely outdoor area just right in front of it on South William Street. And South William Street is a perfect place for uh, people watching. It's just down from the Powers Court shopping centre. But inside, uh, again, people might remember Juanito's on Drury Street. And it was quite small and pokey. And it was almost like a triangle shape uh, where this mm. is a huge uh, venue. So it's got this beautiful bar in it and it's got all that kind of Mediterranean tiles, you know, so you do feel like you're in Ibiza or somewhere like that. Uh, and then the it's all this kind of beautiful oak wood. Uh, so a really nice dining experience. Uh, it's long and um, I, I just find it much nicer than the uh, the original Juanitos on, on, on Drury Street. So they've done a great job on the interior. And it sounds like a big project that will continue on into 2022. Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited to see what he brings. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing this little market, um, you know, the, this fresh food market that you can go in and just grab a few bits. Because I think St. William Street is a, is a great street. It's a real neighborhood street. You know, it's, a, it's called the Creative Quarter because... There are small independent uh, businesses along that street. And more than likely, when you're in one of those businesses, you're going to be talking to the owner uh, when you're there. And I love that kind of vibe. So it's real kind of neighborhood mm -hmm. vibe. And uh, yeah, some big things coming from Remy and the team there in Mercado 52. Well, that's brilliant. Uh, so keep an eye out for Mercado 52 on South William Street. And we'll have you back on next week, Clyde, to talk about some other restaurants on your adventures. Can't wait to be back. So welcome back on to Taste Talks, Fiona. Um, this week we're going to the seaside town of Dungarvan. Yes, we are. And not just in Dungarvan, but actually looking out at the sea, which is always pretty lovely. Um, uh, and it's the old bank in Dungarvan. And it was actually a bank. It's an amazing building, yeah? Yeah, it's incredible. And it was. And actually, as we were having our pre-dinner cocktails, as we do, um, we were given a, a brief history of the whole building, including where the safes were, which is really makes for fun uh, dinner conversation. Yeah, it's the only day you're having dinner in the bank. In fact, I never thought I would have dinner in the bank, but um, yeah, it's it's a really it's a cool spot. Yeah, and what sort of uh, cuisine is it? Okay, um, one of the things we learned the minute we walked in was that. Uh, We'll just park cuisine for a second. They've got one of the most extensive wine lists in the southeast. Um, 
they exclusively bring in wines from Puglia in Italy. Right. Uh, so straight away, that's they stand out as different for those alone. Yeah. Now I had looked on the website as you do before you 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 go to a restaurant, and I had noticed a tasting menu. So again, I was looking at it, local produce, you know, a chef that's really imaginative. Yeah. So we were enjoying our cocktails and the chef came out to us and said, um, you can choose from the menu or, and we stopped him at or and said, yes, please, because we knew he wanted to do his version of the tasting menu. Yeah. So that was rock and roll. Away you go with that. So, um, as we were sitting there, the first thing out um, uh, was a plate of pig's ears yeah. and some dipping sauce. Now, probably not to everybody's taste. The last time I had them was actually in a city called Hangzhou in China. Yeah. Um, and we sat there and uh, we enjoyed them. They were delicious, um, beautifully battered and, um, yeah, a, a lovely little start. I think... You know, I say, oh, we had pig's ears. I know it's not going to be for everybody. Yeah. But from a chef's perspective, it really does show that they're using every part of the animal, which, again, is is pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Then cuisine-wise. Yeah. So we were totally, we didn't see a menu. We were happy to, to have Chef David bring out whatever um, he wanted. Now, uh, Gorgeous Breads came out first with... Actually, really unusual butters, a black garlic butter and a fermented tomato butter with selection of bread. So that was quite unusual to start with, because, again, when it's something a bit different and you're trying to establish what the flavor is, it makes the whole experience much more interesting. Yeah, I love uh, when the breads come out with sort of homemade butters and the chef has really sort of put his own stamp on things. Yeah. Yeah, and these were definitely not what you'd you'd generally see when you're out for dinner. So so we loved that. Um, first up then was Dungarvan oyster. Why go any further than Dungarvan for your oysters? Yeah, in an insula sauce, absolutely gorgeous, amazing presentation. I cannot begin to imagine the um the money that has been spent on the crockery in the old bank. It is superb. Okay. Um, and it's just something that stands out as um, very different from the norm, incredibly uh, attractive, and really helps the dishes. It, it, um, it, it adds another layer of, oh, not only are we going to try to identify the tastes and look at this work of art, but it's, it's presented, uh, the, the crockery is incredible. And the restaurant itself is quite beautiful. I saw pictures of the bar, uh, the cocktail bar. Yeah, cocktail bar is fab and uh, the cocktails are fab. Mm. Uh, again, they have a huge menu, and a cocktail menu, and it's one of those that if you don't want a dessert in, in the restaurant, you could have a lemon meringue cocktail or a tiramisu cocktail, you know, so yeah. you can do. We went with um, Blackwater Gin cocktails and they were fabulous. Uh, so they have everything going on. Mm. Uh, the bar, the lovely bar, uh, and, of course, all the booths. They have all of the COVID um, precautions in place, which makes the restaurant actually even nicer because you have a sense of privacy, which is a, a, an upside of all of this. Sorry, Fiona, is it a big restaurant? 
Oh, no. No. No, I don't think so. Um, I, and I'll tell you why I don't think so, because it actually has an area upstairs. So, so they're working on that. So what they have upstairs is a captain's room, which probably it's one huge, big, long table, naval theme throughout. Um, and I'd say it seats about uh, 30 people. So I'm thinking it's going to be perfect if you've got a 70th birthday or... Uh, a naming ceremony or anything like that where you want to gather family but you want to be in a private area yeah um so that's going to work particularly well for them and, and because it's an old building you've got the chandeliers you know you've got the lovely touches of an old building and then beside the captain's room they have another gorgeous room which is where they host their afternoon teas very good so if you think of a bank that offers you incredible cocktails, an exclusive wine list, a lovely tasting menu, a private room for uh, your family occasions and a delightful afternoon tea. Like That's quite incredible, isn't it? It is in all in one venue. Um, yeah. Yeah. I love the sound of uh, the captain's table. Um, it could be great for small weddings even. Absolutely. And if you do, and I think people like that, particularly nowadays, um, they don't want to be going from room to room. Um, there's something really nice. About, and it, it's actually the walls are, as I recall, navy. Okay. It's just this lovely, um, relaxing feel about it. Gorgeous um, prints on the wall. Really, you'd be so happy to host any event at it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, obviously, with COVID, but for corporate Christmas parties or, you know, it's got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I was delighted to see, yeah. So yeah. Let's get you back to the food. So what did you have after the oyster? So the oyster. So uh, we had, now this is going to sound very unusual, and it was. Uh, okay, can you imagine a chocolate fondant? Yeah. But a savoury one, an onion and oxtail one. Oh. So when you cut through it, out comes that delicious um, oxtail that's been slow cooked in amazing gravy. You know, the ones that you reminisce about from years and years ago, that, yeah. you know, uh, so comforting. And the flavor was incredible. Now, I believe um, David spent months perfecting this dish. Mm. And you can see that he's put the work into it. And it really... Yes, there was a novel factor, but you don't want that to compromise the flavour and the taste. Yeah. Um, and it didn't. Now, I have to say that this chef is from the family that created the Waterford, Waterford Blah. Okay. So, I mean, he's got, he's got history there, that man. Yeah. Uh, like, to be associated with the Blah, I think it was his grandfather or great-grandfather that created it. So, I mean... There's been talent in his family for generations. So yes. what, what did you have next? Okay. Next, we had a rhubarb sorbet. Okay. So I'm a huge rhubarb fan. I love it in my yogurts. I would eat it all day. Love it. And this was really um, crisp and clean mm. and did exactly what it should have done. Really, really great. Then, you see, Keith, what happens then is, the dishes start to look like works of art. Yeah. They look so, do you find this? They look so amazing that you feel that you can't possibly 
tuck into it and mess up the plate because so much work has gone into them. And the next one up for us was... Fiona, you have form for tucking into food before you take a picture and a review. Oh, please. Yeah, well, I don't tell anybody. (laughs) Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And I almost did it somewhere else recently as well. Oh, it must be the old age catching up with me. (laughs) Um, Monkfish, amazing. Beautifully presented. Everything about it was fabulous. And then we're going right back to local produce from... Comoran Mountains, uh, and this course was lamb. So what what he had done on the plate was belly, shoulder, loin, and fillet. I love when they do that. Yeah. Now, this was truly the one that I didn't want to jump into because it looked, it it was amazing on the plate. And the flavours were there as well. It's local. You couldn't ask for more. I think to have a tasting menu like it in Dungarvan is just brilliant. Yeah. And um, lamb was, was superb. Um, yeah. So I have to say that, like I said, all the wines are, are from Puglia. And I, um, I'm i not a drinker, as you know, but Mr. D totally makes up for it when it comes to <laughs> wines and again like they offered to put the menu together for us they also offered to pair the wines so as much as I love my food um, Eamon would love his wines so it was another addition to the journey that he could go through the different ones with the different courses from crisp whites to rosés to red um, they matched perfectly and it added another dimension to the whole experience, which was uh, very good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and did you have any room for dessert? Oh, please. Do you know me? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there were two. So the first one um, had flavours of coconut and vanilla. And we thought that was it. And we said, oh, that's really lovely. Um, but that wasn't it at all, because the last one was the chef's take on a souffle. Um, I can't even begin to uh, describe it to you. Another brilliant dish. Yeah. And, you know, by the time Eamon was on the dessert wine, it felt like we had we had been on a journey from start to finish, actually from the time we walked into the door. Um, not into the door, through the door might be better. <laughs> well, maybe Eamon walked into the door on the way out. <laughs> but even the entrance, they've got these great big heaters outside. Um because it's an old building, it's one of those buildings that you like to look in. Yeah. Um, and the bar looks amazing from the outside. Uh, I think everything about it from the minute we stepped inside was exciting uh, and fun. And it was an experience. So this is, I know people say it's a journey, it's a journey. But this was a journey. From the minute you walked in, there was the story about the bank, there was the bar, Upstairs was a revelation, and then the chef cooked the most amazing food. Could you ask for anything more? Yeah, it sounds fabulous. And it sounds uh, something like Dungarvan needed. I know Dungarvan has some nice restaurants there, but this really sounds like a standout restaurant from look and feel. Not one. I wasn't expecting it to be what it was, which is always lovely um, when you go somewhere and. and, you're absolutely enthralled and delighted by it. And I think the staff are fantastic. I also believe, and I didn't get a chance to go the following morning, but I believe that they have a bakery as well. 
mm-hmm. in the town. Yeah. Um, so they really have a lot going on for them. Mm, it sounds great. Mm. Can you give the listeners an idea of how much it would cost? Say, now I know you had the tasting menu. Yeah. Like, say, a three-course dinner or anything like that. Um, um, I can't remember offhand, but it is very reasonable. You're getting the the best of flavors and produce, but you're not paying over the, you know, you're not over the odds for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's absolutely well worth a visit and well worth what you pay for it. Um, but the staff, you're looked after from the minute you arrive. We couldn't have asked for anything more. And I absolutely will be going again. Oh, well, that's a great review. So that was the, the old bank in Dungarvan. Thanks for that, Fiona. So what caught our eye on social media this week? So Olivia, what have you got? So a lady I love to follow on social media is Holly White. So Holly has the most versatile, tasty vegan recipes for anybody that is doing Veganuary. Personally, I'm not, but I'm a long-term fan of energy balls and Holly always has the best recipes. Her most recent one that I spotted was for cashew, coconut and chocolate energy balls. So it's vegan friendly. If you are embracing Veganuary, go for it. But also for anyone like myself that just wants a tasty, healthy treat, this is the way to go. Um, I think they're so good to have to hand, you know, for with a cup of tea for when you maybe were going to reach for the packet of biscuits like mid-morning or the 3 p.m. slump. So Holly has the full recipe on her Instagram. Just pop over to hollywhite.ie and she's on Instagram at the same handle and you'll get all the recipes there. So I saw on uh, social media, Silk and Thomas Gastro Bar in Kildare won the title of Ireland's Greatest Roast in 2021 in association with the Noor Professionals. The competition was hotly contested by pubs, hotels, restaurants across Ireland and the 20 finalists got a mystery judge and the Silk and Thomas came out on top. And we've dined there and the roast is a thing of beauty and it's in huge demand. And they actually serve 1,250 roast dinners per week, according to owner Brian Flanagan. So if you're living in Kildare or maybe just down visiting for the day, make sure that you visit Silk and Thomas to try out this award-winning roast. That's what caught our eye on social media this week. Next week we will have more. that's it for another taste talks podcast we really hope you enjoyed listening and that we gave you lots of food for thought please make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a delicious episode and do keep in touch with us on social media using hashtag taste talks until next time make sure you try out some of the tastes we discussed this week and if you're feeling generous why not give us a five-star review it will really help us grow and continue our taste talks journey Bye Bye for for now. now.